You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Look, before you even ask me, I'm just going to let you know, I'm kind of getting past the point of doing pro bono work. So if you no more freebies, if you, if you have some money to, to pwn up. You know, we might be able to talk a little bit, and I might be able to solve what's going on before something terrible happens. I haven't even asked you, nor well, was I going I'm to. I'm just assuming that you're going to, but because, why believe would, me, why would you something ask? awful could happen. Unless, possibly, you hire me for some private investigation. Why? What, what good have you ever done for me I've in this capacity? So many, I have, have solved not. so many so many problems, Sure Sarah. have The not. country PI is real, and he is in charge. Hello, everyone. <laughs> this is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler, here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right, so we've got a bunch of stuff that we're going to get to today. I do want to remind everybody, though, of of one one very cool thing at funemploymentradio.com. It's not going to be a country PI plug, is it? It's not going to be a country. I haven't put up a banner for that yet. I'm almost You're not to the going point, to because both of us have access to the website and that I'm would almost come right to the down. point where I'm ready to open up my shop and we'll talk about that in a minute. No, something that is up there right now and that is a link to purchase Nightmare at Nibblers. Of course, Nightmare at Nibblers, the ghost investigation of my house that did happen. You can find out whether I'm haunted or just uh, haunted, haunted in the house or haunted in the head. What is the catchphrase on there? Uh, I forgot. But anyway, by the dead or all in or his all in head. his head. There we go. <laughs> you made it up. <laughs> and, yeah, but I forget these things. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, you can pick up that right at funemploymentradio.com. There's a banner there right on the front. Click on that. You can watch a trailer for it and then uh, maybe purchase it because it's uh, really awesome and you get to keep it forever. So it's there your we go. forever. Copy. Forever copy. Ooh, well, that is when, Nightmare at Nibblers at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Okay. Uh, so when you were talking about the country PI, I forgot to tell you, the grumpy PI, who was on our floor, he's moved out. Now you're the only PI on this floor. Okay. Well, that, now we've got like eight different things to explain. Okay. So, so the private investigator thing, the country PI, of course, that is what uh, I've been dubbed by people because of my private investigative abilities. Nobody that has a lot dubbed him that. Noticed. He like, gave I'm, himself a nickname. I'm not really a pro yet, although uh, that's what I'm going to talk about as I'm considering going into that because I have the ability to see things that where other people won't see them, like clues and, and different things like that that a lot of other people won't understand or won't realize are there. Because I grew up in the country and I'm in this city world that I live hidden here in Portland, Oregon, I can see things other people can't. Country mouse in the big city. Yeah, well, mm. ki- kind of, I guess. Uh, now, the the other thing you were talking about, the PI who was actually on the floor, I don't think he was grumpy. He was really never grumpy. He was super grumpy. He stopped I, I being just, nice. I disagree with that. There actually was, so in the building where our studio is, we got our studio and green room here, there actually was a, uh, a professional private investigator. Um, you know, I think he really respected me, so that's probably why he wasn't I as grumpy. I don't think but he respected he, you at all. He, was, uh, he, had a, he had an office here in the building, and I won't say what kind of work he did, but it, it was real. Um, and no, I have to say he stopped being nice to me and started being real as soon as I, I asked him if if we could if he'd want to come on the show and talk about. I being think an this is honestly all in your head. No, this it's is not. really in your head. It's really not. That guy was super rude. Like I, I, I would try to talk to him and like say nice things to him, and he would just like he started ignoring me. I'm like, he was okay. never rude to me. Well, then he must have liked you. He was yeah. so like I'd make a point like, oh hi there, how you doing? He'd be like, hmm. And just keep walking by. Really? So much so to the point where I'd pass by, I'd be like, okay then. And just say that to myself. Oh, yeah, he was super rude. Oh, wow. He didn't like you. What so did I don't you know find out like about a, you? A, a PI Were you code. a case? Were you a case he was working? Oh, there could be some kind of. All right, we're going to have to get into that because he was not rude to me at all. He was fine. 
Yeah, but maybe because oh, that's so special. Well, for you. we're also more like peers, so mm. I guess that's kind of something that that possibly that could have been. You know, he looked at me as like, okay, you're in, you're in the know, you're part of the biz. Um, clearly, you know, you're going to be a very good private investigator. You know, he's a little bit. He looked at me a little bit like a rival, but more like a, a How do you know all this from all the long conversations you have? Well, I can just tell because obviously I have these private investigator abilities. So this is uh, th- this is what I'm talking about. You know, as the country PI, I'm considering opening up a opening up my own shop. I'm probably out of our green room is where I'll do that and where I'll have my office. So you can't yeah, use that's the green not room happening. For, for large parts of the day. The green room's going to be unavailable. I'm just going to let you know. Okay. So no more network because Greg wants to be a Yeah, I'm going to set PI. up a desk in there and everything. And then, you know, I'll have a fan blowing and I'll probably have to smoke a cigar in there. I know that's illegal in the building, but I mean, it's, I'm a. But you have to have one of those dangerous fans on your desk, like the ones that don't have like the protective like shield on the outside. Yeah. It's one of those fans that you see that has like – like basically it's just an open fan. Could cut off your fingers yeah. at any moment. Because a lot of people like retro things and I want to be a retro private investigator. Mm-hmm. You, know? you have to have a big calculator on your desk. A calculator? Like a, like, OK. Like a big one, like one of the stand-up where calculators where numbers? you can just punch the numbers. Uh-huh, OK. Where you can punch the numbers next to your fan. Not too close to your All fan because right. you I don't like want to lose your fingers. Yeah. I want to start, start calling women dames too. Is that OK? Yeah, Did that's going to work out real well ah, for you. That's a real nice dame, that mm-hmm. one. Ah, don't trust you that should, dame. You should say broad. <laughs> I bet that's a real be classy better. broad over there. I tell you what, she mm-hmm. came in. This broad came into my office the other day. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah, that probably won't work for me. Oh, it's being suggested an old dial phone. away about something. You need a rotary phone. It's totally true. Okay, all right. A rotary phone, like placed up. I'm thinking of you as the uh, any of Veronica Mars fans out there as the desk in Veronica Mars. I have no idea what that means. Exactly. You. I you don't know. even know what you Veronica should. Mars. Veronica Mars is amazing, but that's beside the point. What is that? She's a detective. Is it a like space father... detective or something? No, it's you always think that it has something to do with space because her last name is Mars. God damn it. It's not about space. If it's not about space and it's not about candy bars, why is her last name Mars? Why is your last name Nibbler? Yeah, but that makes more sense. That, that's, why, I'm, what not, makes I'm not more a television sense? show. you come from like, a family of chewers? I'm not a made-up television show. That's just her name. It's just the way bit, That's just the way last names happen. Yeah, but no, you get to choose the last name of a television show. You get to decide what that show is going to be about. If it's going to be Veronica Mars, I want to see something on on either Mars. You got to be space travel, or you've never to be known like a anybody bar, with a planet as a last name, or like a candy bar baron, or something like that. You know, something something along those lines. That's the only way that would work. Why? Why make? Why just like instill so much confusion in the show if it's not about both of those things? She could be Veronica Johnson. You know, there you go. That that works. That can apply. You're to You're actually giving me a headache right now. I'm just saying it, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't make any sense. All right. Anyway, as the country PI, retro country PI. That's oh that's gonna God. be out of this because I you know I have my country ways. My country ways in this crazy mixed up world. I might take on a case like yours. All right. Well, we haven't even disca- discussed my case. I haven't discussed this my broad case. Broad came with in you. my office the other day. Oh, not in her way. I'm not sure about what this time. Someone else is saying that you need to compliment uh, the broads on their gams. <laughs> Got real nice gams. Got some real nice gams. I'll tell what you are, what. Gams are legs, right? I, I think so. I think so too. I think gams are like your, like calves. Like your haunches? I, no, I don't think it's the haunches. I think I think a gam. That'll I'm be pretty that's sure what the I want. gams would be like the the calves. That's what I want the next uh, comedian to compliment me on my legs or butt. I want them to say that I have nice gams. <laughs> yeah, I'm real nice gams. Mm-hmm. I've been called thick. I have haunches. Now I want to go for gams. I want to get the trifecta. We'll see. We'll We'll see. We'll see. We've got a couple comedians coming in maybe this week. So (laughs) we'll see what happens. All right. 
Uh, now, maybe, maybe you should let everybody know, though, about what right. this case is that I may or may not consider. Okay. First of all, I did not talk to Greg any in any way, shape, or form about uh, working on a case as a country PI or as Greg Nibbler or otherwise. I was just telling him about this creepy thing that I saw outside of my apartment today. Tell me more about the creepy thing. All right. Well, uh, we've talked about inside my apartment. I live in, like, a really old building, and, you know, it's, like, weird, like, Willy Wonka hallways, uh-huh. and it's just, like, a lot of weird doors and, like, stairways to nowhere and stuff. It's a super right. cool apartment. I love it. This dame never stops nattering. Oh my god. See, I gotta talk to myself a lot too because you're you're like when you're the country. Is this like your inner monologue that I uh-huh. can't hear? Yeah, but no, well no, you're everybody say, can so you're hear saying it. it out loud so like people can hear your inner monologue. Oh lordy lord. Oh my god. So anyway, this morning well, just got filled with a lot of hot air, that's for sure. So this morning uh, See, uh, Greg yeah. Enough. So this morning. I was, I'm super mad at you. Uh, <laughs> right, I was walking to the store. Stop. Thank you. Stop. I'm starting to sound like I'm stuttering. All right. <laughs> I was walking to the store. I was going to go get my, my foods for the day and some, some coffee, if you will. A little bit of coffee, a little bit of foods. Okay. Walked to the store. Uh, came walking back, and it had there'd been a, a fresh spring rain okay. that had happened uh, earlier in the morning. It was starting to dry out. wasn't wasn't raining anymore, okay. but it had rained earlier. Okay. So the uh, the puddles on the sidewalk were uh, kind of starting to dissipate, like things were starting to dry up a little. But but there was some rain on the ground still from earlier in the morning. So walking back, I I'm walking into my apartment, and I'm looking. Uh, I'm just looking as as my mom listening to music and looking down at the ground, and lots of you know boot prints and shoe prints and stuff everywhere from people like walking through the puddles and stepping on the dry. Cement. This okay, you're looking. Yeah, I know. I'm, you're, I'm sorry. Can you? Well, and then I was looking, and then can you something sum it up a little? Out. So you're look. It had rained, and you saw footprints on the sidewalk. I saw footprints on the sidewalk, and then I looked down. And I'm like, wait. And for some reason, something occurred to me that wasn't right. And then I looked, and there were bare footprints, bare wet footprints, down the street on my sidewalk in front of my apartment. Okay. Like barefoot. Somebody was barefoot walking around on the streets. Which I know we live in Portland. And it's a little weird. You don't see a lot of barefoot footprints. Okay. Around. It just looked a little creepy. It was outside right. of my apartment. It was a little weird. Wait, so you were weirded out that there were barefoot, wet footprints? Yeah, because I passed by them. I'm like, wait, what was that? And I looked back, and yeah, there were fresh, wet footprints. This was like at, I don't know, 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning. Okay, all right. Fresh, wet footprints, barefoot prints. Okay. Out in front of my apartment, which is in a pretty like busy, populated section of okay. southeast Portland. All right. I'm going to throw you out a theory here real quick, just to like throw one out, just as a country PI and something that uh, maybe you shouldn't be creeped out about. It. Perhaps it was a neighbor, and this neighbor happened to be taking a shower, getting ready to go to work. He came out, walked out onto the front steps to get the paper. Boom, locked the door behind him. I mean, real embarrassing. Doesn't have a key, but his uh, buddy, about three three blocks down, he's got the keys. Either he stands there, you know, being, uh, being naked on the front porch, waiting, just waiting it out, going to be late for work, or he has to run down the sidewalk to go get the key from his buddy, who's three blocks down. Could have been that. That could have been the situation. That, okay, my... Um I'm building. just saying that could have been the situation right My there. building is a keyless entry, so there is a back door that you can get into. You don't have to run all the way down the street three blocks to try and get back in. There is a code that you can get into the oh, building. so with. it was coming out of your apartment? No, it was coming toward my apartment. Okay, all right. It was not um, walking away. Like, the, okay. bare foot, the bare feet were walking toward it. Okay, and then you came into your apartment afterwards? Yeah, and then so I follow up. I'm like, okay, that's weird. It Did you leave your door open when you left? No, I never leave my door open. And there was a puddle. Like, Could so this there person the have dashed in after you left no, the building? No, they couldn't have dashed in. All right. Now, uh, so Kristen in the chat is uh, speculating that it might have been a woman doing a walk of shame from last night, and she didn't want to put back on her heels. Okay. All right. That yeah. could be something. Yeah. That could be something there. Doing a walk of shame. 
Okay, yeah, that's that's possible. Um, okay, another a suggestion here in the live chat at funemploymentradio.com slash live of what the bare footprints could have been. Could have been big footprints. That is Juvenile possible. Squatch. Um, I'm going to guess not, though, because... You don't think that a Sasquatch could be walking around southeast Portland at 9 o'clock in the morning? Not around that area. I don't think so. They're not really known for coming that far in. You usually have to find them probably around... You know, there's been some sightings around 60th. <laughs> I would say uh, that that's kind of kind of where a cutoff zone is, where the squatches are and where they aren't. So I would I would doubt it. I would doubt it. Uh, somebody speculating it could be a baby Bigfoot. I'm I'm gonna guess it's not because not in that area. They're just unless somebody is somebody has kidnapped one and put one in that area or, or tried one escaped. That's possibly a situation. Um, okay, let me think about some other things here because uh, it's clearly it's not a Bigfoot. Mm-mm. I do, really don't think it's a Bigfoot. Now, no, I think it was just weirder that it was in front because it could be this. Oh my god, what? Now it's coming towards your apartment. So, a more likely scenario is you do have, like, in this apartment building, this, this big one that you live in, there is the basement area where there's like storage and then there's a weird, creepy room. And probably in that creepy room that's down there, that may or may not be like a worker's room, there's probably someone who lives in there. And this person that lives in there oh my God. is comes out at night because they only live at night. You know, they, they only go out at night because that's where they can go because they're a freak. They're they're just a freak <laughs> to look at. Wears a mask, kind of uh, likes to sing to people when they're you know in from corners and stuff like that. And this person sneaks out of the basement at night. Only he was caught out peeping, got stuck somewhere, and had to sprint and run back home. And, of course, he doesn't wear shoes because he feels uncomfortable with that. And that was his footprints uh, dashing back into your basement. The freak in the basement. The basement freak. The basement freak. That's his name. Well, the basement is pretty creepy. I was down there getting my my bicycle out uh, yesterday. Yeah. There's a, it's like uh, the Hunchback of Notre Dame, uh-huh. but it's the freak in the basement, in the uh-huh. southeast basement. Yeah, it's like Phantom of the Opera, only it's the basement freak. That's, Thanks, what, that's what it is. That's, yeah. that's real solid uh, detective work I'm just there. saying, these are possibilities. You haven't hired me yet, so mm-hmm. I'm not giving you my best theories, uh, but I'm saying that Well, it's just something unnerving. I'm sure I'm, Kristen's probably spot on with it, some sad girl who was uh, doing the walk of shame and didn't want to wear her heels. I still wouldn't wear, walk around barefoot in Portland. That is not a smart idea. It's not a smart idea. It's it's not. I mean, you found that creepy outside of your apartment. When I first bought my house, I found needles outside of my apartment. Ooh, okay. So I used to walk out to my to oh, my truck. Oh, you uh, talked about that, yeah. Barefoot, yeah, because I would I would just be like my my truck would be parked right outside of my house, so I just well, I don't know I needed something, home. so I'm just like oh I'm just gonna <laughs> walk right out and get it. And then there was one day I did that, and I realized there were uh, there was a used needle that had shown up in my yard. And I decided I would never, ever walk barefoot ever again, not around my house, not anywhere outside in Portland. It's not a smart thing to do. Ever. It's really not a smart thing to do. Well, and I do have to say, it's like, really this, not. the street that I live on is kind of busy. Like, I wouldn't walk barefoot. I mean, you know where I live. Would you walk barefoot around uh, my... No. No. I wouldn't walk ba- really barefoot in any city. No. Absolutely not. There's there's stuff to be it's not to be the, absorbed into your the feet. Benefit uh, the benefit analysis of that is there's no benefit. <laughs> there is no benefit to walking around barefoot on the cement in a city. I, I don't I don't see what, what you gain. Well, because from that. there's broken glass. There's yeah needles. There's body liquids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's Ew. everything. There is. I That's mean, grody. Yeah, grody. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm still going old timey, so I'm trying. Well, to what else? Sorry, so I know you had the needle, but I mean mm-hmm. that isn't really creepy. Like the footprints walking, you know, walking around my apartment building barefoot's kind of creepy because it's pretty close to my window. Yeah. Is there anything like super creepy that you found? Not just like gross creepy. Um. Well, I mean, other than my meth head neighbors, because that's always creepy. No, I mean, I found. 
Let me think about that. Yeah, I can think of a couple of things. I can think of one thing creepy that actually I just found last week that I can't believe I didn't talk about. I, I took a picture of it. Um, okay, here, I'll talk about that here in just a second. But one, one creepy thing I did find like out by my driveway because people leave stuff around in the neighborhood that I am that I'm in a lot and you'll just find like people throw their garbage out and crap like that. Yeah, wasn't that a couple of years ago or last year when you found like the purse and there were like drugs in it? I found a purse it. with a crack pipe. Yeah, with a crack pipe. Yep, I found that outside my house. And there was an ID. Cuz I didn't ID know it was or? a crack pipe at first. Yes, there was an ID. I mm-hmm. I knew I took a picture of that. I know who the person is because it doesn't happen quite as much anymore, but people would steal things and throw them into my bushes. Mm-hmm. And so, but then the bushes grow over. It's very thick. And so every, you know, few months or whatever, when I trim them back, then I would find all this stuff that would be in there. And that's when I found the purse. There's an episode of Fun Employment Radio with that where we actually called the police. And there was, yeah, we opened that up. I found the ID and I found this little pipe and I didn't know what it was. And it turns out it was a crack pipe after further <laughs> research. And then my fingerprints were all over it. So I had to call the police about that one. And then, uh, surprisingly, the woman who – her job, because I looked her up because her ID was in there, uh, the woman whose purse had the crack pipe in it, it's a, a surprising uh, occupation for having a crack pipe. You a lawyer? wouldn't expect it. I'm not going to say – how did you guess it right on the first one? I don't like, know. I'm serious. Like that, that. She's a lawyer. Yeah, I'm not kidding. No shit. I'm not kidding. Worked did we for already? Dis- did we discuss it on the show? Maybe I had it like buried in my subconscious. Maybe, no, we did not discuss it on the show because I wasn't going to give away that information at that time. Uh, now I guess it's fine. There was. There's an attorney in Portland who smokes crack. Dun dun dun. Who is smoking crack? Got a crack, crack pipe in her attorney. purse. She's a real crack attorney. <laughs> Let's not do that now. Let's not go down that road. Okay. So, yeah, no, I found that outside of my house. I found, uh, you know, like a needle, like I said. Um, I did find kind of disturbing some girl's clothing that was uh, – it looked like it was a bag. Like, to be honest, like I don't think there was a crime committed here, but it was still creepy. It looked like maybe like a bag that was going to go to Goodwill or something, but it was for like a – not very good with this. I'd guess maybe like a middle school age girl. Okay, like a like a young woman, like I a, guess something like a ten like year that. old or something. Something I don't know. I'm not good with guessing that, but it was a girl's shoe, and it looked it was small. It wasn't a. It was a small girl's shoe. shoe. It was a small girl's shoe, just one shoe. Just one shoe. And like a, like a few articles of clothing that were just like at the end of my driveway. Oh, that somebody was probably just taking to Goodwill. Probably, but it looked really creepy That's that it was at the end creepy. of my driveway. It's on your property. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That makes you look really weird. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed was saying Greg got way too serious a second ago. What did I get serious about? I don't know. I forgot already. All right. So the other thing, though, that was that, – that this was disturbing, that I just found this, and this may be getting too serious. I don't know. But this was – I found this Greg, in my are, yard. are we getting real? This is what happens when we, when we stop playing around and we just get real or mm. whatever it is. Uh, yeah. No, I actually did find this in my driveway I, probably Thursday or Friday. Okay. It was right by my house, and it was a paper towel that had clearly been burned through, like, half of it. So there were, like, two pieces of it, and it was, it was burned, and it looked like it had been burned right there because the ground was kind of burnt around it. So I don't know whether what someone was trying to start a fire driveway? in my driveway or what happened, but I'm telling you, it was, uh, it was weird. So before there were little girls' clothes, and now you have burned things in your driveway? Yeah. 
That's what, did you take a picture of it or something? I, I did. I'm trying to find the okay. picture. I'll, I'll see if I can find that. I honestly, I forgot about that until we just had this conversation right now. But I never did bring that up. Yes, yeah, somebody, somebody. It seemed as though somebody was burning something in my yard, which is uh, clearly a case for the country PI that I should be hiring myself for. However, I. Well, I mean, it seems like there's it. a there's a crazy amount of stuff happening on the country PI's own property that he owns that he hasn't solved. So, well, you know, maybe there's a few things, but I I will uh, I'll take a look and see if I can find that. That picture, and I will post it somewhere. Okay, well, regardless, I'll post the picture of the footprints that I took outside of Mm -hmm. my apartment today. Um, Rick Rutherford in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, said these are all things that would be found on Leatherface's farm. That is... That's well. That's entirely possible. That's true. <laughs> this is entirely true. Uh, probably someone executing a curse or a sacrificial offering. I really hope it's not somebody doing either of those things on my property. It was very much on my property. Maybe someone like was trying line. to help you. Maybe they're trying to remove a curse from your property by burning things in sure. my driveway. By burning paper they towels in my driveway. A, a paper towel sacrifice to the gods. Yeah. To to cure you of your spirits. No, I'd rather that didn't didn't happen. Although you can watch all about that by going to funemploymentradio.com and clicking on the nightmare at nibblers link, right there. But yes, I don't know what it was. All right, it, well, it both was, of those things are really creepy. It was unnerving. Yeah, somebody somebody burned it. It and was it was in the spot where it was burned. So I have naked people running around my neighborhood. You have some sort of satanic cult in your neighborhood. Somebody's trying to burn things. Okay. A shockwave or the wind blew it out of someone's nearby fire and it settled there before going out. Just guessing. Well, did it look I don't like know. somebody had set – like it was burned in The your ground driveway? was burnt – like slightly tinged around it. So um, I mean honestly – so it, whatever it was, it burned some of the – like lightly burned some of the sticks Next to it. <laughs> yeah, it is being asked if the country PI can't solve his own domestic issues. What can he solve out in the world? Well, I haven't hired myself yet. That's the only problem. There. So we're just waiting on you to hire. I got to put you. in a work order commission. You, you need to be ready to commission yourself. Yes, that is what it is. I have to be commissioned for this. I'm just, just being clear. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, I did hear back about that thing, but we'll talk about it in a little bit. Oh, there's something we can talk about? Yeah. Yes, we can talk about it. Okay. All right. It's kind of cool. I'm All right. I'm kind of excited. And you want to maybe do that I should in a make it maybe I should have uh we should have a uh well no. No, those are mine. Well, because no, this is something you can help me with. Uh, I do the squatch watches. I don't care. You're very, you're very selfish with them. Well, are that's because it's my thing. It's not your thing. It Sasquatches is. are not your thing. They are too. They are not. You do not own Sasquatches. I would if I could. Yeah, I know you would. Oh, how awesome would that be? No, it would eat you. No, it wouldn't. Uh, do you remember Willow Creek? Do you no, remember? I remember Harry and the Hendersons. Willow Creek. And so I could ride what around. What those originals remembers Willow Creek? That reference really make doesn't even make sense. Let's <laughs> like, <laughs> forget about what's the name of the actual business that does that? Pepperidge Farm. What? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Are you having... Are I'm you okay? Having, yeah. You okay right now? Shut up. Does it smell like burning in here or... <laughs> it smells like a burning paper towel in Does your it driveway. taste like popcorn? <laughs> Shut up. You okay? Stop I'm just concerned. <laughs> Whatever. Hello, my friends. I am really super gullible today. Stop it. So don't convince me I'm crazy, please. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, believe me, no convincing will be necessary. <laughs> Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Stillen. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. All right. First up, let's see. Uh, first up, we got a Florida story. We're just going to go. We're going to start with Florida. Greg. Oh. Uh, a naked Florida man has been arrested 
after he decided it was a great idea to drunkenly bend over and expose his buttocks directly to a police officer over the weekend. Oh, giving him the fruit basket. Ew. Uh, So here's the story. Uh, A Marion County Sheriff's deputy responded to complaints uh, at an arena about a naked man standing on a riverbank near the Osla Boat Basin. (laughs) At an arena? Or uh, like a a boat marina. Oh, at a marina. Yeah, I didn't say arena. No, I said marina. Did you? Yes. Okay. At a boat arena. (laughs) All right. Will you stop fucking with me? I'm not trying to fuck with you. Stop it. Stop it now. All right, so it was at a boat marina. It was at a marina. Which I don't know what other kind of boat, other kind of marina, sorry, but it was at a marina. There happened to be boats there. Where was the uh, fruit basket man? Witnesses say a man identified as Craig Birma, uh, 48 years young, was seen exposing himself while pointing his buttocks at their boats. <laughs> uh, buttocks, and he flipped back and forth. So it'd be between the buttocks oh, doing and the, wave? the penis. Yeah. Oh, uh, so deput- oh, he was flipping around. So uh, after deputies responded... Giving the de- a revolving door. After police responded, the deputies say he saw Birma, a fully nude, standing on a log, screaming obscenities and waving his hands around in the air. <laughs> uh, when a witness who was in front of Birma, who was being exposed to the front part of Birma, uh, told Birma that a, f- a police officer was behind him, the, spus- <laughs> the suspect said, yeah, right, and bent over and started mooning <laughs> the deputy. <laughs> That was when Birma turned around and realized that there was indeed a cop standing behind him. <laughs> uh, Birma said that uh, he later told police that he didn't believe the person who told him that there was a cop uh, behind him. Uh, Birma also consumed, uh, admitted that he had consumed five beers while at the river. Uh, he was Only arrested. five beers led five to this? Five beers get him naked. Wow. Wow, he's like a real cheap date. Yeah. Five, five beers and he's flashing Five around. beer, Birma. Uh, so he was arrested. There's a police right, police officer right behind me. No, there isn't. <laughs> That's amazing. All right. Uh, so he was arrested and charged with exposure of sexual organs and later released on a thousand dollars bail. So there you go. Thousand dollars. Thousand dollars to expose for flashing your, the old goods downstairs. Give him a revolving Give door fruit basket. Two. <laughs> Stop saying fruit basket. <laughs> God damn it. All right, we go further north up to Queens, to Queens, New York. Here's okay. another story. I thought that these would have been phased out already, these stories about... We've had a couple of these from the same area. Now, what kind of illegal surgery do you think is involved um, in this story? Well, I know in Philadelphia they've had, they had the rash of uh, illegal butt injections. A woman has died in Queens after... A silicone butt lift went awry. Yes, a butt lift and injection still happening. Why are people doing this? A 34-year-old woman, old enough to know better, uh, died after deciding on getting a butt lift in a queen's basement from an unlicensed doctor this past weekend. (laughs) Jeez Louise. Uh, So Kelly Mayhew and her mother drove to New York from Maryland. It's an unlicensed doctor. It's not a doctor. Yeah, so it's just a, a normal... Is this a person who has a doctorate who lost their license? I don't know, because that would make or is us... this just a guy, yeah. We're unlicensed doctors, then. Well, if you're claiming to be... If I you're mean, claiming to have medical knowledge, wouldn't then I guess, us If not, you're claiming to be a doctor, then yeah. I mean, wouldn't us not being doctors, but then me saying, like, my dad's a doctor, so I'm basically an unlicensed that's, doctor? That's not how that works, That's either. totally how that it is. That is not... Come see me for a That is not a hereditary <laughs> title. 
Uh, Kelly Mayhew and her mother drove uh, to New York from Maryland this past weekend um, at a, and arrived at a home uh, where they waited for a woman who has been contacted by a victim's friend who agreed to perform the procedure of the butt injection and lift. <laughs> Well, the woman. Oh, my buddy Kevin will give you one. Don't don't bother going to the doctor. Don't, don't do that. Drive from Maryland oh, up Kevin, to Queens and then go and. Kevin's go the, done it all the time. Just go to his basement. He's super cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, well, this was a, a lady unlicensed doctor. So the oh. woman gave Mayhew silicone injections, and the patient started having difficulty breathing. The frantic mother started performing CPR, and the fake doctor uh, called 911. Or, no, she asked the doctor to call 911, but the um, fake doctor grabbed her keys, ran out of the house, and drove off. Oh, the fake doctor took off? Took Shocking. off and left her. Can you believe that you can't trust somebody who's giving you butt injections in the a basement? The fake doctor, that is, that is a violation of doctor, so many ethics. I know. It was, I, I was really surprised. Okay. Uh, so when the police finally got to the house, the mother called 911. Um, they, were doing, they did CPR on her uh, where she was uh, eventually pronounced dead at the hospital. Uh, the cause of death is being determined. Police are still looking for the suspect, so they haven't been able to find the doctor. They will, though. They have her picture and everything. Um, so the mother told police her daughter was healthy and had five previous plastic surgeries. Wow. So uh, they're not sure exactly what caused it. But the moral of the story, as is always the moral of the story, don't get butt injections. Well, get butt injections if you want to, but get them done by a licensed A licensed doctor, I mean, yeah. you you do what you need to do. You want a big old butt, you go get one. You know, here at Fun Employment Radio, we, we bring on um, sponsors that, A, we... Only sponsors that we would go to, you know, or that we appreciate and approve of. Or maybe we should do something just for, like, the public health. Because if we have a lot of listeners getting butt injections and they need somewhere to go, perhaps we need to find a sponsor that we can recommend them to go to. Mm -hmm. A licensed doctor who does butt injections. If you are a licensed doctor who does butt injections and would like to advertise on Fun Employment Radio, send us an email. We do need a butt butt enlargement. You're the Uh, one that would have to do it, though. Well, I already have a big enough butt. Well, it can always be bigger, Sarah. You can do it. No, I do not need... Uh, no. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that you do. No. All right, so I went from Florida to Queens, back to Florida. Um, so this is my favorite headline of the day. This is my last story, second to last story, but this is the uh, best headline, and it goes as such. A Florida woman who allegedly bit a wheelchair-bound man while claiming to be a vampire has now been accused of stabbing her boyfriend with scissors. She bit a a Florida woman who previously was uh, alleged who previously did uh, bite a wheelchair bound man while claiming to be a vampire has now been accused of stabbing her current boyfriend with a pair of scissors. How did she get a boyfriend after being accused of biting a man in a wheelchair? Claiming well, that was a years ago, Greg. That was back in 2011. Oh, when yeah. she was she's just changed. To be man. a vampire. She's changed. She wouldn't yes. even know her anymore. So, this Florida woman who once allegedly called herself a vampire before biting an elderly man's face is now accused of stabbing and cutting her boyfriend with scissors. So, this woman's name is Josephine Smith, 26 years young. Uh, she was arrested after attacking her boyfriend, Earl Wynn, during an alcohol fueled argument. Now, uh, her boyfriend uh, said, or Earl Wynn said that his girlfriend was angry about being unemployed and had been using a pair of scissors to modify clothing before he said something that didn't just, that did not hit her the right way. And she turned the scissors against him. No. Yes. Uh, so when being asked if he was going to press charges, he said no, because she is the sweetest person that he's ever met. <laughs> and she didn't mean it. Well, she does sound like a sweetheart. Uh, when Smith was being taken to jail, she tried to kick the windows out of the police cruisers oh. and started babbling about the bloodthirsty mythical tree- uh, creatures, aka vampires, that's what she was calling them, uh, en route to being booked. Uh, 
Well. Yeah, so Smith is currently incarcerated on felony aggravated battery charges, uh, according to inmate records. So the vampire thing was from uh, 2011. So she served six months. Oh, that's so long ago. So long ago. Like, I mean, four years ago after she chewed on an elderly man's face while claiming to be a vampire, she's changed. Right? I mean, I would like to just... Just spend some time with her. Well, she spent six months after she allegedly assaulted a wheelchair-bound man. Uh-huh. Uh, so, let's see. So the man's name is Milton Smith, alleged uh, that she bit his face and lips, all the while proclaiming to be a vampire uh, when she met him on the porch of an abandoned Hooters restaurant in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a key point of this story. <laughs> On the porch of an abandoned Hooters restaurant in Florida. That yep. is the start of a horror story that I want to. A I want Florida to watch. Florida abandoned Hooters. It all started that night that they went to the abandoned Hooters restaurant out of off of I five. <laughs> Many people had heard of the legends at the abandoned Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> well, when police found them, uh, when police were finally uh, when they arrived on the scene at the abandoned Hooters, Many an adolescent boy claimed to see ghost boobs at the old Hooters. <laughs> Uh, they found Josephine Smith uh, terrifyingly half naked and covered in blood. Uh, she professed to not remember. Uh, to why not was remember a guy anything. in a wheelchair at an abandoned Hooters? I why did why is anyone at an abandoned Hooters? Maybe this, that's just like a meetup spot. This is a lifetime movie I want to see. I would watch this lifetime movie. What abandoned? I'm, I'm trying to think of some like good. Well, it's something about the vampire girl because you got to have her. Vampires in and Hooters. That's something. I don't know. You've yeah. got to come up with that. That's your job. Okay, I'll try. I'll try. Well, uh, Smith is currently being held on a $50,000 bond, and she's scheduled to appear in court on June 18th. So uh, I'll let you know how that all goes. Okay. I shit you not. The connection between these two. Want to go get drunk at the abandoned Hooters? <laughs> and I now close with a heartwarming Hooters story. Okay. There are two. I, Wait, this is another Hooters story? I have another Hooters story. Wow. Yes, it's so... I'm gonna, I haven't been to a Hooters in a long time. I've never been to a Hooters. So I'm going to say this. All right. I'm going to speculate 2015, the year of the Sasquatch, the Wait. year of The Rock, which I fucking nailed. Did you see that news? Did you see that news? Yeah. Big Trouble in Little China? I told you, year of the fucking Rock. I called this. I'm claiming this. Year of the Rock. I think it's the year of the Hooters. Year of the Hooters? I think Hooters is going to be making a real resurgence. Huh. Do Especially. your Raisins voice. What? Did, I can't. How like, did I? No, when you go into Hooters and, you know, they obviously care about you very much and they, mm-hmm. you're the coolest guy that's ever come in there. Oh, hey, sweetie. <laughs> okay, I can't. I haven't done that in so long. <laughs> I need to hear that episode again in order to do it. All right. This is the sweetest thing ever. This is out of Roswell, Georgia. Okay. And it has to do with a Hooters waitress and her customer. Okay. This is a Georgia Hooters waitress is now in recovery after donating her kidney to a customer that she had only known for three months because he was dying. Wow. Isn't that amazing? Okay, I thought this is a different kind of a story than I thought. I know, I wanted to end on an uplift. It was so amazing. So she'd only known this uh, customer for for three months. Let me give you a little backstory. So her name's uh, Marina uh, Villarreal. She serves tables uh, at. Marina. Um, Oh, sorry, excuse me, Mariana. (laughs) Okay. 
shut up. Okay. <laughs> Let me do my wholesome story, Greg. <laughs> right, stop, ta- stop latching on to the wrong things. Okay. Uh, Mariana Villarreal, uh, who serves tables at the Hooters in Roswell, uh, said she struck up a friendship with an elderly customer named Donald Thomas. And this was during a time when her own grandmother was suffering kidney problems, uh, similar to those who were faced by Thomas, who was a daily customer. Uh, Villarreal said her inability to help her grandmother, who uh, ended up passing from the disease, sport, uh, spurred her decision when she learned how Thomas needed a new kidney in order to survive. So she said uh, she approached him and she said, well, I have two kidneys. Do you want one of mine? So uh, she said, I wasn't able to do anything for my grandma if Don, that's his name, Donald Thomas, uh, if Donald can live up to two more years, happy as he's ever been, that's fine with me. That's not up to me. I did my part. Now it's uh, God's turn to keep him alive. So the two went into surgery Friday. The kidney was a perfect match, and it works amazingly. Uh, wow. He was able to use the bathroom by himself for the first time in five years. Jeez. Yeah. It was an immediate uh, success. Okay. Yeah. So it even broke a record for how fast the kidney started working inside of his body. Well, that's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? People still do nice things for, for, you know, out of the goodness of their hearts. Okay, it is being asked. What? And it's a fair question. Although maybe it's not a fair question, but I, I have the same question. Being in the chat said, is he rich? I don't know. If he was rich, wouldn't he be able to, like... Pay up to get to the top of some. You mean like, buy somebody's list? kidney? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that works either. Either way, <laughs> Kristen says, "Well, if he wasn't eating Hooters food every day, it's possible his kidneys would have been better." <laughs> That's for the win. That's I true. Think. It doesn't take away from her kindness, though. <laughs> <coughs> oh, Mariana, you are a sweet, sweet, big-breasted girl. Oh, she's quite attractive. <laughs> yeah, my friends, you're all the crazy. Why are you messing with me? What do you mean? I don't know every like every chance you get to like try and throw me off my game. I don't think that's me. I don't think I'm the one throwing you off your game. Mm. I did wake up at like five o'clock this morning and wasn't able to go back to sleep. Yeah, yeah. And then you just maybe it's you that left the footprints outside. It was maybe no, it they was were you too, all along. It was not. They it were was like, you. That was, makes way more sense. It was not me. The footprints were super big. They were like big footprints, oh, not we, Bigfoot, um, but large, okay. large footprints. Are we trying to? How big are your feet? I wear a size seven and a half, ladies. Thank you very much. Is that big or small? I have no idea. I think it's like average. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's on the smaller side. Oh, okay. All right. I don't, what is wrong with I you? I don't know. I'm just saying I think it was you. Well, speaking of big feet. I do think there's a sponge in these woods. I did just get some super cool news, that, which I wasn't expecting at all. This just kind of came out of the blue. Okay, so you, you briefly mentioned this to me before the show, but we didn't know if you could talk about mm-hmm. this. So you just got clearance to talk about it? Just got clearance to talk about all right. it. All right. All right. Yes, explain what it is. All right. So Although I hate the fact that you're using a Scotch, Squatch Watch sounder. I kid you not, Greg. I, have, I will grant it for this. I have just been. So this morning, I did, this is not expected, and I'm super excited about it and nervous, and I'm going to need your help because I need your opinion, and I'm going to need everybody's input because I need to know what to do with this. Greg, for the first time. Well, wait, and we all know that you are a portrait painter of I dogs. Am, I do. Uh, I'm a commissioned portrait painter. I paint pictures of dogs and cats, um, so people will hire me to paint pictures of their animals. I don't paint on them. I paint, like, canvas portraits of their animals. And you can see those at sarahxdillon.com. Oh, thanks, Greg. Yes. You're just a pitch machine today. I like hey, it. Hey, well, we need jobs. Yes, we All do. Right. Uh, so get this. So uh, I heard from this guy, Brian, and he just wrote me 
and asked if I'd be interested in doing the cover art for this amazing magazine. Uh, it's a publication called Cemetery Dance. And he wants to commission me to do a portrait of a Sasquatch oh for it. God. Cover art for a motherfucking... You're going to do a portrait of a Sasquatch. Yes, he wrote, hi, Sarah. Well, we're obviously looking... not a portrait because he... You know, yeah, well, I mean, and it gets to be like whatever I, whatever I envision a Sasquatch to be. <laughs> like it gets to be scary. It could be comical. It could be like tongue-in-cheek. It could be uh, whatever. I need to be the consultant on this. I don't know. I don't, you've been kind of disrespectful today. I was going to ask Disrespect, <laughs> Kind of disrespectful. Wow. So I got asked, and I'm going to do it, to be the cover artist for uh, for this particular publication and... That is paint, awesome. Create my own vision of a Sasquatch. Oh, that is I'm so, so cool. I'm so excited. It's like the coolest thing ever. And this is a legit amazing like publication. Like they do all kinds of interviews, like review uh, books and comics and movies and everything. It's uh, going to be your cover art on it. Yes. And I'm terrified. Okay. How do you know – yeah. What a Sasquatch looks like? Or? I know what a Sasquatch looks like in my mind. Uh-huh. It could be my mind squatch. Wow. Oh yeah. Okay. I One, super, this is this is really this is really it fucking is awesome. So amazing. That like is it very was cool. it was an incredible email. Yeah, and I'm I, so excited. I can't even mess with that. That that's just awesome. I'm so excited um, for the opportunity, like to be even like thought of and then asked. I'm so excited. Okay, so you're going to be painting this Sasquatch. Where is Sasquatch gonna be in your painting? Well it has to be so it's it's Going to be the cover art of this magazine. No, but I mean in your painting, where is Sasquatch? Well, he's going to be in the – well, he has to be over to the like the, the right so that you can see like the – so it has to be less art on the top and on the left side panel because that's where like some of the writing is. So they need the text to pop uh-huh. because it's going to be on the cover. Ah! I think Sasquatch should be sitting in a den next to a fire. With a, with a, I don't think that's a good idea. See, pipe. this is already making so I have I have uh, about two months to get it done. Reading a copy of the magazine. Oh God! Reading a copy of the magazine with a picture of him on the magazine. Bam! That's no. That's like the worst idea ever. No. Maybe you shouldn't help me. You're just gonna like muck up my my creativity. <sighs> okay. Uh, all right. So you want? Do you want Sasquatch out in the wild? I don't know. So I, I, I asked for some specifications. I wrote back to Brian. I'm like, thanks. Yeah, it's, uh, I would totally be interested. I'm, I'm honored that you thought of me. Um, so I'm like, okay, what should I do? And he wrote, we're open to any scenario or scene. You can go with creepy and scary or fun and campy, whichever works best for you. Uh, Nibbles in the chest said, I think you should have Squatch in the parking lot of an abandoned Hooters. That's not a bad idea. <laughs> not a bad idea. I'm not gonna, there's no way, shape, or form Nothing's, I'm going to attach anything to a Hooters. Nothing is creepier or at least sadder than an abandoned Hooters. Do you know how amazing it is to be asked? to do a no, cover art I know. It's a really awesome. Like, I'm, I'm that's, so excited. That's so cool. I know. I'm just... Ooh. Well, you got a lot to think about I with know. This, I, it's a lot of pressure. I don't know. Like, Because what kind of squatch are you going to paint? Are you going to paint like a Bigfoot or like a like a Sasquatch or like a skunk ape? Or what are you going to do like a dark hair, more of a reddish hair? Because there's different types of Sasquatches. Are you going to do like a Yeti? I like a Yeti style. You could mm. even go that way. You have a lot of choices here that you have to decide on. Well, I can tell you for damn sure it's not going to be a Sasquatch in an armchair, and it's not going to be a Sasquatch at an abandoned Hooters. So I just want to let but you it's know. it's a Sasquatch in an armchair so reading gonna, a copy of the magazine that has some, Sasquatch on the front of it. I'm going to be looking for some – not advice. I just want like, some ideas being thrown out. If anyone has any uh, ideas as to what scenario I should put the, put the Squatch in. Oh, this is oh so a Sasquatch could be peeking at somebody in a tent. Why, why would they be – Or peeping in a window somewhere. 
That's so creepy. What's wrong with you? I mean, you know, because they're always walking around. I'm just saying that's something they could be doing. So I have the I, – I get the honor of getting to paint cover art for something and you think I should have a Sasquatch peeping in somebody's window. Well, I mean, I'm just saying that's what a Sas- – I mean, Sasquatch is probably a peeper. That's probably what they are. Okay. Because they're looking through windows. Well, it's just a possibility. I'm just saying. That's pretty oh, cool. I could do a Sasquatch like eating you. Eating me. I could draw a little curly haired Greg and have like you, your dismembered body laying on the ground. Oh, well, that's rather. Oh, that would be fun. Oh. Oh, I think I like that. What, eating me? Yeah. Oh. Like, I don't know if dis- I like that. I'd rather be. What about, what, what about painting a picture of Sasquatch with me riding on its mm-hmm. shoulders? <gasps> oh, Mr. Janky has a good suggestion a Sasquatch alone in the moonlight, soulfully playing a saxophone. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> oh, that's it's amazing. Sasquatch sitting in a den by a fire with a smoking pipe, reading a copy of the magazine that has him on the cover of it. Oh, wow. Meta, man. Well, what I'm saying is like maybe since if I'm doing some Sasquatch art, <laughs> I'm doing my Squatch art, uh, maybe this can be an in to get you in. Like you could be like, hey, you know, my co-host, uh, she did some Sasquatch art for this, uh, this amazing publication. She can get, it can be an in. Maybe you can like... Become buddies with like Bobo the Squatch Hunter or something. Oh, this is that's my in. Sure, Just become buddies with Bobo because I'm the part Squatch of their. Hunter. I think by dint of doing this, I become part of the Sasquatch community. I you would what? What do you mean you're part of the Sasquatch community? I think community? I kind of just took it from you. I think you I are not might part be. of the Sasquatch community. You were the one you have claimed here on the show. The first thing you would do if you saw a Sasquatch is shoot it. You claimed that you would kill it instantly. Maybe I'll break people's brains by making a scary Sasquatch, but then you can see the zipper up the front of it like it's not real. No. No. Oh, no. that's good. No. Oh, I like that. You are you are going to be. Oh, he's like, or he's running, but I can put the zipper on the back. I am going and you to can see it. Oh. alert the Sasquatch community about this. You will, you will be banned from any events. There will be some serious repercussions for this. <laughs> A dwarf in the chat says, I think Sasquatch art should be called Squart. <laughs> it totally is. I'm thinking a Sasquatch looks a lot like, um, you know, because everyone has their interpretations. I think Sasquatches look a little bit more like Ludo from uh, Labyrinth. Oh, my. No, you cannot use Labyrinth in this. I'm not going to use it. Clearly, I'm not going to take somebody else's art, but I'm saying, like, I, I think that that's. No. Yeah. No. Ludo from Labyrinth with horns. No, that is not what a Sasquatch no, looks like. No, he won't have horns. That is not what a Sasquatch looks like. I'm just saying I like Ludo's You have fur, to take I this think. seriously. Oh, maybe I can put a Sasquatch inside the labyrinth. I can make it like a labyrinth-themed Sasquatch. <sighs> We're going to be Sarah friend, but it's a, but it's a Bigfoot. It's... No, that is not how it works. Oh, that would be good. This is frustrating me so much. Oh, Sasquatch eating mac and cheese and hot dogs? That's a good one. It's not you. The Sasquatch isn't... Mm. Mm-hmm. All right, let's 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 just move on. This is a very cool honor. Very cool honor. You don't seem I like hope you, you don't think screw it's very it up. cool. I hope you don't screw oh, it up. Oh, I'm going to cut you. I will cut you. If you paint the Sasquatch in, into Labyrinth, yes, that is screwing it up. Oh, that would be amazing. No. It needs to be a Sasquatch sitting in a den next to a fire in a chair reading a copy of a magazine with Sasquatch on the cover of it. Well, now that you've said it like three times, that is absolutely the complete opposite of what I'm going to do. It's the best idea. Anything that you suggest, even if it's an amazing idea, which P.S. none of them have been, 
I will not be using. Also, shit, I haven't painted anything since animals. Like, you know, dogs for like years. Like, painting the woods and stuff. I'm excited for the challenge, but I'm fucking nervous. Fuck. Oh, God. I'm in over my head. Oh, God. Okay. All right. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's just a just a small bit of balls today, just just a tiny little bit. Um, I'm going to talk about the big story at the end here. One side thing, which is an update, because I believe I did have this story when it actually happened, and that was this: there was an incident at a North Dakota girls' hockey tournament. Okay. So this uh, this game was happening at the South Sports Arena. Real creative with their names in North Dakota, and it was happening at this uh, this arena. And during the game, there there was uh, you know in between the periods, they have a zamboni. You know what a zamboni is? That's yeah, the ice that's machine. like the, the ice machine that you ride, and then it gets the ice re wet after people have cut it up with their skates. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what it does. It re ices it. Re ices it. Yeah. Does it re ice it or like make the ice all shiny? Doesn't it wet it down? It shines the ice. It's a, it's a it's a it's a nice it's an ice polish. It's a nice ice polish they put on it. So this guy was driving the Zamboni, and people noticed that he seemed to be seemed to be uh, a little bit erratic and seemed to be driving around all over the place. And as he was doing that, um, it was it was really apparent that he didn't know what he was doing. So they stopped him. Turned out, well, because it's a precise was, art, because you have to go in the circles like that. Well, it turns out uh, this guy who was driving it, uh, Stephen James Anderson, was quite intoxicated, <laughs> quite intoxicated. While he was driving around the Zamboni, so much he had a point three one four percent blood alcohol content. Point three one four. I mean, it's like what is it? Point oh seven is legally drunk. I think point too drunk to drive. Yeah. Point oh eight. Yeah. Too drunk yeah. to drive. Point three one four. Four times. <laughs> and he the didn't legal hurt limit. anybody, right? He was just drunkenly riding around on a Zamboni. No, I don't believe he did. Nobody's hurt on anybody. the ice except for the Zamboni guy. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't think he did actually hurt anybody, but he just. <laughs> He was, uh, in fact, though, given a DUI. He was given a DUI well, for this. If you can get a DUI on a horse or a bicycle or anything, I would imagine a Zamboni as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm kind of surprised that he get a full DUI for that. I mean, so he's he's uh, facing some jail time. Well, if he's in a contained arena. Yeah. I mean, his, his attorney was trying to argue that it's not... Um, it's not in public. It's not a vehicle. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm trying to pull it up here exactly what his attorney was trying to, trying to argue. But... Uh, was trying to say that it's it's not a vehicle that's covered under that, mm-hmm. but the judge disagreed, wow. and he's been sentenced to 19 days in jail. 19 days in jail for it, and um, well, I figure, I mean, because I've yeah. heard of people getting DUIs on like skateboards, like if you're operating yeah, any and, kind and of moving, bicycles. I know somebody who got one on a bike. I mean, totally. If, if you're riding a zamboni that you need a key for, and you're you know driving it around, praying that the person isn't going to like crash it into the side and plow into the stands. That might be uh, a, a good idea to give him a DUI for that. Yeah. So and his attorney tried to argue that uh, North Dakota state law doesn't define a Zamboni as a vehicle, but the judge did disagree. So there you go. You can get arrested for riding a Zam- driving a Zamboni drunk. I would imagine. Who doesn't want to drive a Zamboni, though? Drunk? Well, I don't care. Drunk or not. <laughs> I want to drive I a Zamboni. I want to drive a Zamboni. It looks so... It makes me happy. Like, it just goes over and leaves everything clean and sparkly, and you just... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, Zambonis I would love to drive a Zamboni. So anybody at the Portland Winterhawks, if you can give us the opportunity to drive a Zamboni, mm-hmm. that would be awesome. You know, I was almost there announcer for a while. 
I remember that. that was when we Went worked at uh, Rock 101 KUFO. Yeah, yeah. I, went, I made it to the finals, but uh, I did not, alas, get the job. But yeah, I was going to be mm. the announcer guy, like, head on the court right now or on the rink. I was trying to learn you all the hockey terms You did good because I remember we had you, I think, do some of your auditioning. Auditions, I think yeah. I did, yeah. Yeah. No, the hardest part is the names. They're yeah. really hard names to learn. Oh, I bet. Hockey names are, yeah, difficult. But anyway, I digress. I would like to audition for that again. Just let me know, uh, Portland Winterhawks. Okay, moving on. Finally, this is the big story. The big story. Big Chihuahua. Is this, and it's continuing. So we've talked about the arrest of the very high-up FIFA officials. Mm -hmm. And how they, you know, FIFA, which is the governing body of international soccer, basically the most powerful people in sports. Yeah, and all over the, like, in the world, minus the United States, right? Well, but even in, in sports, there is no entity more powerful in, like, global sports. Mm -hmm. No entity more powerful powerful than FIFA. And I they think control that's why Americans, everything. and I'm starting to understand this, but I think that's why Americans aren't understanding why it's such it's so important, because we don't see it. We're in the inside looking out. Think like, of the commissioner of the NFL, which is, like, the biggest sport in America, multi-billion dollar industry. That's nothing compared to FIFA. Yeah. That is, that's, like, minor league. That is minor league compared to the power of FIFA. And that's – I don't know how to make the comparison for Americans because Americans don't seem to understand how big of a deal this is. Mm. I think it's finally going to happen. People kill themselves over soccer in other – like in other countries. Yeah. I mean it is a, just a tremendous kill each other, yeah. Well, and just, just the economic power mm. and how corrupt it is. And it's like basically this mafia organization that's sending over you know hundreds of billions of dollars probably. Hundreds of billions may not even be in – that's probably not, not really an exaggeration. Mm. It's a lot of money. Uh, Suman says, how do they compare to the IOC? I would say more powerful than the IOC. What's the IOC? International Olympic Committee. Okay. I would say more powerful than that. All right. That, that would be my guess. Now, not 100% on that one, but it, it's at least up there with that same thing. So with that, yeah, no, more powerful because there's way more FIFA matches every year than there are World Cups just once every four years, but they control everything else that goes on too. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Sepp Blatter is the leader of FIFA, and he is the guy who just got reelected to a fifth term on Friday, despite the fact that a bunch of his associates were arrested for all these corruption charges by the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. Well, now they've finally been able to tie something to Sepp Blatter in that it was a a $10 million, I believe I talked about this yesterday, the $10 million bribe that South Africa allegedly gave FIFA to help secure the votes for them to get the World Cup in 2010. Mm-hmm. Now, this $10 million bribe, they're, they're starting to make tentative ties to Sepp Blatter, the actual president of FIFA. So they were actually... It's still coming out, so I don't know. I, I mean, this j just happened this morning, so I don't even know everything as far as it is. But I'll tell you this, it was enough that Sepp Blatter stepped down from, the, from FIFA this morning. Wow. Sepp Blatter has recused himself. He has stepped down from head of FIFA and is leaving the organization. Quite honestly, you know, I'm not the biggest sports fan, but I'm so glad you do ball talk because I would have not understood what a big deal, you know, what big of a deal this was. And mm -hmm. who, I mean, without, I, I wouldn't have known who Sepp Blatter is. I'd be yeah. like, Blatter who? What? You don't have to care about sports at all. Like, that, that has nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. This this is so much bigger this than is sports. The, world. Yeah. the soccer match that you see on the field, that's just a minuscule thing of really what goes on with this. I mean, this is a worldwide entity that is so powerful. And, yes, this Sepp Blatter guy was the one that was in charge of all of it. Like, think of him as the, think of him as, like, Tony Soprano. Like, you yeah. know, you can't ever get to Tony Soprano. Well, they got to him. And so he has stepped down, 
And now, uh, what what happens next? Honestly, I don't know. I mean, this this stuff just keeps happening. Hmm. So that more more information keeps coming out. I don't know. I'll say this for the if you want to talk about just political standpoint, and this is for people who don't understand this or don't know about this. You know, this is one of the biggest things the United States could have done to improve its image worldwide in a long time. And as silly as that may be, as weird as that may be, this is going to do a lot. Right now, mm. this is giving us a lot of positive publicity by taking down these guys. No, I've seen everyone posting about how, like, everyone loves the United States. Yeah, <laughs> they like- do. They love the United States for taking down uh, these these corrupt guys that, even though we don't, as Americans, pay that much t- attention to FIFA, the rest of the world does. And they've been stuck with these guys forever. And the U.S. actually did something kind of good here, mm-hmm. at least in the world's eyes. Yeah, Edward says we will squander it. Oh, I'm Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I'm but sure. Least, hopefully we can you make know, it last for a It's our one days. day. It's the one day where everybody's like, you <laughs> know what, America? <laughs> we hate you. But good job. But today, we kind of like I'm gonna you. I'm going to say thanks for this one. We so, hate you just a little less. Yeah, so, you know, it's it's kind of nice. <laughs> so there we go. But that is what happened. Sepp Blatter did step down. And once again, I will make my claim. This is going to make such an amazing oh movie in God, three years. Greg, are you going to say this every day for three years? Because I want to make sure people remember people that I predicted do, it. They won't remember. You could say it all show, every show, and nobody will ever remember that you called that. Plus, they make movies about everything, so you need to just let this it This is going to make such an amazing movie. Yes, so do most big things in life. They make movies about everything. This isn't like some like brilliant idea that nobody it else is. would have ever thought of. Kevin Spacey can play Sepp Blatter. Okay. Yes! That's how that has to work. I'll start casting it soon. All right, there we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. You're just really on one today. It's a little crazy train over there. I don't know why you're... See, I know that actually... You're you're deflecting that onto me because of what you've been saying. What were you talking about? Sausages earlier? What? I wasn't talking about sausages. What are you talking about? I'm pretty sure you did. Stop it. All right. Was I? No, I wasn't. Go to funemploymentradio.com. Click on that Nightmare at Nibblers banner right there at the top of the page and pick yourself up a copy of our movie. That would be awesome. It's amazing. Do my little dance. Yeah, I do feel a little delirious. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Yep. Coming up later on today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be the McMahon Horn. The McMahon Horn. It's happening at about 5.30 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. That will be live on the network, and that will be followed by Guys and Balls. Awesome. Uh, they're going to be talking about the Elimination Challenge from this past weekend. I watched it Who in is? the McManhorn. Oh, the McManhorn is? Yeah. I'd... It was it was a real good, real good uh, WWE weekend. Does it smell like burning in here? <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah, uh, like I said, yes, pick up a copy of uh, Nightmare at Nibblers at FunEmploymentRadio.com. And thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into our show. It is fantastic that you do so. Follow us on Twitter at FunEmpRadio. And follow us on Facebook, where we are Fun Employment Radio, and like our show, and download it, and even leave a review on iTunes. That would be great if you would do so. Awesome. That Because that helps other people find our show. Absolutely. Thank you so much, everyone. We really appreciate it. All right. You guys are fantastic. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Ta-ka, bye! Almonds. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.